Wow. Everybody, wow. This, is, wow. this is not a dream. What you're hearing is reality. Reality. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Swarm. That is right. It's been about a year about a year since our last episode, I it, think. It's been more than a year. Yeah, it has. And you know, a lot of people, James, have been asking around town, like, what's going on? Where's your next season? And I'm always like, look, we, man, it takes Game of Thrones a year to get, get booted exactly. back up. Exactly. We're just polishing and making it right. But uh, no, but for real, we've had a lot of, uh, we've had a lot going on. A lot has gone on. We have, since our last episode, we talked about having babies. We've had babies. So Kara and I have had our kid. Uh, that's been cool. I As got a dog. James James got a dog, Pepper, who is amazing, and uh, she's actually at the office right now. We have a new office. We have a new office. We moved across the street, and we have a little more space. And we have two new employees, uh, one full-time with Diani Robarge and, um, and Betsy Hewitt as a part-time employee. It's been absolutely fantastic. We have a lot of cool projects going on in the city. We're doing a lot of cool renderings, 3D printing architectural design, drone work. It's been wild. It has been really wild. I mean, you want to kind of touch base quickly on some of the new the new projects that we're doing as far as just general brush strokes, you know. Yeah, those those NDAs are uh they're pretty uh, airtight, but uh we are uh doing some some cool 3D modeling and 3D printing for the movie industry oh, that's here cool. in New that's Orleans. Right. Um, some props for some sci-fi movies as well as doing some architectural models. For other architects here in the city. That's right. And then from a uh, historic preservation slash rehabilitation standpoint, we're getting into a lot of hospitality. Our biggest one on the books right now is Rubensteins. Uh, the historic Rubensteins at the corner of St. Charles and Canal uh, is basically being converted. Just levels two and three and half of level one will be converted into a hotel. It's uh, a 40 unit wild hotel. project. It's super wild. And actually, we should do an entire episode this season dedicated to just the technology that goes into it. So it is historic preservation, but we use very advanced technological tools such as the laser scanning and the point clouds and the BIM modeling to accurately represent the building as it currently exists, which is actually six buildings in one. That's right. Um, Very interesting. I think the audience would be very captivated by that, Seamus. Maybe one day we'll do an episode on that. I would agree. And then um, most importantly that we haven't talked about is James, is, uh, his carriage house is finally underway. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which I also 3D scanned and found out that n- not a single wall is 90 degrees. Right. And so you just recently realized that you potentially have to reframe that back back portion. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a, it's an endeavor in itself. So... Lots of work here in the office. Lots of work here at home. Seamus, I know you're uh, you're on diaper duty. Diaper duty. Baby is six months old now, so it's been that long. I think, uh, yeah, it's wild. It's amazing. Um, but both you and Kara have been busy, obviously, at home, but also in your careers, which right. brings us to our first interview of the year. That's right, baby. Uh, we are interview- we're interviewing my wife, Kara McGuire, um, and she owns Minmoo Studio, a... Uh, a branding agency here in New Orleans. Um, yeah, who, who's also right across the street. Yeah, that's right. She's she's right across the street. Uh, actually, their their studio, which is also known as AKA Studios, uh, used to be above the original Cicada practice at 2124 Magazine. It's also known as Studios is the name. It's not also known as... A studio. Yeah, it's a little confusing. So let's back that up. So Kara, who owns Menmu Studio as a branding agency, she 
basically co-shares a space with Ashley Arsenault, who owns Small Chalk, and then Augusta Sagnelli, who is Augusta Sagnelli Photography. The three of them, if you just take the first letters of their names, is AKA. Oh, right. So they went ahead and branded their co-working space as AKA Studios, or also known as Studios. I don't think a lot of people understand that, but that's kind of their thing. And the beauty is, is they're kind of a one-stop shop for anything... Branding, photography, design. Right. So if you're like a startup company and you need to look legit as fuck, you go to them. You know what I mean? Right? And we will be interviewing each one of those members of the team. First one being Kara, and then we're going to get Augusta and Ashley on the show. That's right. Uh, Hopefully all of those back to back. And then we want to try to get them all in one room and kind of talk about what all of them are working on together. So they all have their separate practices, but at the same time, they do work on joint projects as AKA, which is really, really clever. It was great to interview Kara. I hope you all enjoy the show. Seamus, we're back. We back. Hi, everyone. I'm James. And I am Seamus. And you are listening to The The Swarm, Swarm, a podcast about architecture and design. We're two architects at the firm Cicada here in New Orleans. The Swarm is an outlet that brings the world of architecture to the people. Our goal is to educate our listeners about design and construction by interviewing locals who are making an impact on their community. We feel good. I feel great. I feel like oh. it's about damn time. It's about damn time. It feels good to start season two. Um, Do you... I got, can I read the email I received from you um, on sure. this podcast? Sure. That sounds good. This is I really don't know good. If, yeah. I don't know if y'all know this. Um... Seamus, one of the Cicada partners, is my husband. Shamey McGuimey. Shamey McGuimey. And um, as you know, I've never been featured, obviously. Kara's been asking to be featured. No. I, I've been advocating to get you I pretty much have been F1. denied. I've put <laughs> months, months of hard work trying to just be considered. And I finally got this beautiful email. So you got an email, but... Um, clearly you both live together. No, and, yeah, um, it's a... And uh, you I, both work across the street from each other. Yes. <laughs> and so we have a child. I, and we have, and a child. have a child together. So this is... So this you is, received an email from Seamus. That says, Kara, comma, this has been long overdue. However, as you know, you will be our first guest speaker on The Swarm this season. I'm reaching out to see what availability you have to interview. I think ideally it's on the weekend at our house. Let us know what works. Danke. Uh. <laughs> Um, you know, it was, it was just one of those things. I felt it needed to be formal. Yeah, it's my wife. It was so professional. I actually didn't know who emailed me. <laughs> season two is very I was like, pro. Who are we? Who am I living with? I have. I'm living with someone. Anyway, what does a typical Seamus text message look like? Is it just like? That's a good question, James. Well, I, I know what it looks like. <laughs> it just says champion. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, we have the same relationship with uh, Seamus James. Oh, good. <laughs> you're his well, work well, wife. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you're his work wife. So it's all very, very Love the same. It. Love okay. it. Okay. Well, I'm well, flattered here. Let's get started. We finally, we finally got you, got you on the podcast. We're excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. A lot going on across the street. Yes, it's been um, kind of bananas the last uh this entire fall um i got back from maternity leave and it's been full steam ahead but really exciting a lot of good projects that i've been eager to get to and eager to work on that's going to take me to the end of the year and um now we're booking for spring so a lot of hustle of um onboarding for the new year but um 
It's all good. Kara, what is Minmoo Studio? Minmoo Studio is a creative studio that creates um, intentional brands through creative direction, graphic design, and photography. So what all that means is we are creating brand identities. So it's, a brand is more than a logo. That's what I tell my clients all the time. A logo is just a logo. We live in a world today that it's not just a store, a brick and mortar store and a sign out front. Your your brand lives on so many platforms. It's social media, it's on the web, it's print collateral. So there's so many facets. So that's where brand identity comes into play because it allows that cohesion throughout all the many facets of your company. So that starts with a logo and then that builds out all the way. We take it all the way through you know, brand collateral, which is like print, packaging, all the tactile things. You then get to web, so how it looks on your web. And then to me, the icing on the cake and the finishing touch is the photography. Um, How your brand looks, what it looks like through images. What is the tone? What is the feeling and the vibe? Which is all the time and hours we spent creating that identity. And I find sometimes it falls short in photography. And that to me is just... We're also in a very visual Instagram world. So that to me is so integral to keep that cohesion, keep that idea, that story being cohesive throughout. And so that's just the icing on the cake. Well, it's it sounds like a daunting task to like create with people ask you to create the character right. and the, the mood of their business. Does yes. it, is it overwhelming to like uh, to confront that? You know, sometimes it seems, you know, I do actually like to look at things, big pictures. When I meet with a client, I'm always like, tell me the big dream. Tell me where, you know, I typically work with a smaller business, a startup, and I want to know the five-year, 10-year plan because your your logo is supposed to live through that transition, through that development, through that growth. So I want to know big, like if you're eventually wanting to sell product, if you eventually go to e-com, so we can be thinking and planning that big picture. That helps me when I'm in the early stages of design and process thinking, oh, let me, let's remember that for when that time comes later. This will come into play later. So is it daunting? No, because that's what's exciting about it. Um, creating something that doesn't exist. I would say when I get a client who has a good sense of what their business is, like I can't say brand and business because that's when we come into play, but they have an understanding of, they understand that we're trying to tell a story. We're trying to tell an idea. So when they, when they know that what they're trying to achieve, it makes those kind of abstract ideas easier to get into. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I think actually branding, brand identity, and specifically what you're providing and architecture have extreme parallels. I, I, would, I think they actually work together well, but I think they also on their own are very similar in a sense of the process. So for example, like you were saying, you're not just creating logos. And for us, it's very similar in a sense when somebody's like, oh, I just need a sketch or I need right. a plan. It's like, no, it's not actually... Every, it's never you know, that simple. <laughs> we're creating the environment that you're inhabiting yes. is very, yes. there's a very clear idea of w- once you enter that door, the yep. colors that are selected. It's very intentional. Everything. And that's why I say we create, and right. I very specific in that wording. I, you know, at Mimu, we create intentional brands. Like mm-hmm. everything is thoughtful and intentional. It is not done like willy nilly, just like whatever. Yeah, we just like this color. It's great. It's like, what is that color saying? What is the personality right. of your brand? And it's so integral into architecture. And 
graphic design and architecture should, and that's probably going to come up later, yeah. but like those things, those should interact more and it should be seamless because the whole point and what we're all doing is selling an idea and we say mood a lot and vibe, but like, honestly, that's what we're doing. And so you're selling people's emotions. Yeah, and yes, you're exactly. You're like, what do you want them to feel when right. they see this? Is it warmth? Is it, um, happiness or is it, you're trying to be like moody and you know, it's like, it could be anything. Um, you know, modern isn't enough. <laughs> like you can't just say I want modern. It's like what type of modern? There's a million types of modern, you know, just like there's a and million like, types of fonts. Yes. <laughs> hours and hours of pouring through that, but know that. And like, it goes even into brand voice. How does your brand sound? You know, what is how, when you're writing that caption on Instagram, is it, you know, Right. You know, is it more casual? Is it cheeky? Is it very educational? I mean, that is what we're talking. That's the detail that is go goes into those brands that are successful. When you look at something, and you're like, oh, like what? It, what why does this feel so great? It's because all of that is intentional. Creating brands, I find, doesn't get enough credit because it's digital. So some people think that it's just easy or they mm. can do it themselves. I think that's graphic right. design. Cool. That's I, would, I would agree with that. But even I think, I think, so, I think sadly sometimes they go hand in hand. Like people just don't it, get it. It's probably like architecture. If it's done really well, right? Like you're not you notice it. It's like any skill. I almost feel like, you know, it's like right. if someone's that's doing it point. really well, it you, looks like it's done oh, just seamlessly do easy. It, like, right. Oh, I could do that. But it's like the it, cleanest, simplest font. Let's just say like a sans serif, which is, when the ends don't have any little things on it. And no those, feet. For those who don't know. No feet. Um, no feet. No feet. Um, that could be hours and hours of trying to find the perfect, clean, minimal font that that right. seems very easy. Like, oh, you just paint. It's like, no, no, no. It goes down to the kerning and the spacing and all of that. You know? And when it works and when it's right for design or architecture or graphic design or branding, mm -hmm. you pull the emotion from someone. Yeah. And they're not sitting there saying like, oh, the door is this wide. That's why it's cool. Or like, yeah. oh, it's it's. Right. Uh, it's I mean, a there's like there's font. moments like there's certainly like call out moments like the showstopper thing that you're like, oh wow, that's great. And they they just say, oh, this is cool. They don't necessarily have to know why. I want to get into um into how both professions can actually work together as a product as a in conjunction, like we were just talking about how they are very similar in standalone professions. Before that, though, I want to get into the actual name of the business, Minmoo. Minmoo. How did that? How did that start? Where get did that, mood. Where did that get come from? Get mood. <laughs> um, I would. It's not. It, it's just a quirky little. Uh, my mom called me Moo when I was a baby, and now I'm known as Minnie. She calls me Minnie. And you've had two different nicknames yes, from your mother. Yes, Moo is the queen. It's what I said as a child. <laughs> And it's there now Minnie video. or Min. And there's the, video of Kara going, Boo is the queen. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she is. Um, but so something, when I put those two kind of words together, Min, Moo, something about it felt kind of quirky and different. But I I guess I always knew I wanted to be its own entity. I did not want it to be my name, have bigger ambitions and dreams. And I wanted it to be beyond me. I wanted to just be, there's nothing wrong with your name being attached to it, but I just wanted it to not be me. I did not want to be the face of it. I wanted it to be just about the work. So when I put Min and Moo together, I was like, oh, that's kind of quirky. It's kind of got a ring to it. And I like the letter M. I so. love that. It's got a little story behind it because it is still you. It's still it's your me. Nicknames, but people don't know But that. it feels like its own own thing. It's and unique. I really liked that. Yeah. Tell us about the cat. 
the so cat. Your, your, oh, right. Your brand. And so something. Okay, so I. Her your your lo- logo. Your logo. Your logo. Yes, my mark, my sub mark, um, is a cat. I would say, you know, I'm a cat lady, but I'm also just an animal lover. We have a dog, Henri. But um, also, as I noticed with Minmu, the points of the M's lended themselves to work well as cat ears. And then the mm. I was great for whiskers. And like all the letters in it kind of just developed really easily into a cat. And I just couldn't say no. It's intentional. Yes, yes. yes. I, honestly, the mark came probably first. It was like there's no doubt this is like the the like the color palette actually is what I struggled most on for branding myself, which typically the in my workflow like color is my favorite and probably easiest part, and, and it's like strange that it took me so long to do it for myself, and it's still evolving. Like I'm probably still not satisfied, but it's okay. <laughs> I love it. I think it's really cool. And well, and talking about how you didn't want to kind of pigeon yourself into mm-hmm. pigeonhole yes. yourself into a certain thing or an mm-hmm. idea or your name i think our company as well yes. cicada's goal was to do that Same. and kara minmu did cicada's branding just a little little side note, <laughs> side note <laughs> look at that which is why bug. it looks awesome yep. and it makes us look like you know very polished and fresh and new when we really were brand new and had nothing it's true so we you had to take what we gave you, which was almost nothing, and digest it and turn it into a brand. But y'all had a clear vision in what you wanted Cicada to be. So it's like you didn't know what that looks like visually. That's my job. Mm. And that's what I was kind of saying earlier. But you had an idea and intention of like what you wanted. You wanted to be the next gen of architects. You wanted to present yourself differently in a, in a way that's you don't see as common in architecture. So um, just by naming your architecture firm Cicada, you already put yourself in a different category. Um, A lot of times, as we see, a lot of architecture firms are names. So right there, we're already differentiating ourselves. So for me, it was like, okay, I don't have to look at other, like if your goal is to differentiate yourself, we're already doing that with the name. So now it's like, there was a lot of, and we wanted to call it, like there was a lot of places we could go and not be, and feel different because there was a lot of, as I noticed and was researching and discovering, a lot of the same kind of themes happening within architecture branding. And branding, I think, is actually kind of a strong word for architecture because a lot of times it's just a logo. Well, I'm glad it's we found- It's not an identity. I'm That's gl- the difference. Right. You're right. It's- but I'm glad we found you because it's exactly what we needed and we needed your perspective to get us to what we want. We didn't know what we wanted and we needed your perspective to get us there, which is great. It's, so, it's hard to, for, for everyone out there who is thinking about starting a business or is looking to rebrand or whatever, it's, it's a hard thing to articulate that idea of who you are. I mean, it's really abstract. I mean, yeah, there, I mean it's a hard it, thing to I, do. It's hard. And, and a lot of ways you're almost our therapist. <laughs> visually and holistically through the process and you've done a great job so thanks Seamus thanks Kara (laughs) look at these two don't you just love it don't you love it so from your personal life like is that kind of it's always clearly daunting to start your own business especially if you're by yourself right how was that going between the two of you Seamus was a huge well we have I mean we had plans you know like I mean ever since we started dating 
10 years ago, we had, it's bizarro, but we kind of had like these milestones of like what we wanted to do in life. They had a vision. There was a vision, <laughs> but I would say my vision for myself was when I met Seamus was so anthropology. And then as soon as I kind of experienced corporate life and then experienced like small business, you know, moving to a more family owned business, it wasn't small business, I was family owned business. Um, it was like all of a sudden I saw my career shift and change and Seamus has definitely was championing me from the beginning champion. of like champion, champion, <laughs> champion to go out there and do it. And for me, my personality, it was like, Ooh, it felt very vulnerable and very like, like, can I do that? Like putting myself out there like that, right. be like, Hey, I do graphic design and right. I can brand, you know, it just felt very like, do I have the stuff to do that? And, and Seamus was always like, just do it. Yeah. The response He's, was like, look, we don't have kids right now. Yeah. I have a very steady job. I'm getting paid well. Like we, we can just do it. Just like, do it. And I'll this go is how first. Much, and, and really at the end of the day, it's like, look, look on paper. This is how much money you have to make. At the time, it wasn't that much. It's like, go, go yeah. do it. You know? And I mean, I, the same thing when we started our company. It's yeah. like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, just you have go to go get, get a job. Exactly. The yeah. worst was, and that's what I told me. It was like the worst thing, but I definitely was kind of that moment I met with a lot of people in the beginning of just kind of like, okay, how did you get started? Like looking at other right. entrepreneurs in New Orleans and other people mm. kind of doing similar in similar fields, what I wanted to do and meeting with them and getting coffee with them and just getting encouragement to see like, is it possible? Is what I want to do possible in New Orleans? Mm. The type of brands that I want to work with because I knew I wanted to create more of a boutique style, you know, niche style, um, studio i didn't you know want to just do any i wanted to be very specific and curated in the type of projects that i worked on i didn't know if that type of clientele was in new orleans but um after meeting with a lot of people and just kind of seeing the shift in new orleans and all there's a lot of businesses coming here and a lot of people op that seem open-minded to new types of design that are being done elsewhere and that kind of thing um and one that really stuck in my mind like kind of advice was if you don't do it someone else is going to do it mm. if you don't get Damn, the job Yep. If you you see the job, someone else is going to get that job that you want. And if you don't, someone else is going to get it. And that was kind of just this, for me, just like sunk in of like, mm. I'm just going to keep sitting here and looking at the people getting the things I want. It's like, I need to kind of just and like shut up and do it. need this service and they're going to hire someone. Right. Might yeah. as well be and that you. might as well be me. But there is, there is something worth noting here though. But And, and I actually respect Kara a lot and her business with this. Um, from a very early like um, position, even when she was just starting, I was always like, oh my gosh, go like this person needs, this person needs this, this person needs that, blah, blah, blah. And it, you know, it could have been like a construction company or whatever. And Kara from the very beginning, even though maybe she didn't have that many clients, she was like, no, actually that doesn't fit within my brand. Mm, selected. You know? Yeah. So like she knew exact, you knew from a very early standpoint that you wanted to be this boutique design company you had a very specific vision of what type the of clientele and the design studio exactly yeah. well it seems and like and it shows like if you can go right. on your instagram right now it's very well curated all of your clients your website i mean there's a there is a specific minmu you're getting minmu services and you know what that is it seems like minmu was inevitable and you being cautious and asking people and doing your research is just something a smart person would do trying to start up a business right and I guess it was just always there and you just reached out yeah, and grabbed it. I guess it just seemed, you know, it's hard for me to consider myself like it was this 
huge business, great business decision, this business woman. To me, I'm obviously a very visual person. So I just like, I kept just visually like, like seeing companies and businesses elsewhere who are doing the things I wanted to do. And I wanted my brand and business to mimic, be that here. I was Mm -hmm. like, I can do that here. So certainly maybe it wasn't always the smartest and definitely took the clients, you know, that needed. I always compare it to like, you know, you want to do your cool hip indie film, but sometimes you got to do the, you know, Avenger blockbuster to pay you the bills. You got to get the bread and butter. <laughs> and, you know, it's Avenger 6, but it's fine because it's going to pay me for the next year. <laughs> Which but, is good. It's good to have, like, yeah. curated interests that reflect who you are. Right. I think right. for, for us, starting the business, if I could self-reflect here for a moment. Yeah, let's do a little self-reflection just corner. the mere fact that we were able to um, support ourselves mm-hmm. was... Un- was great enough for us not necessarily what work we were doing right. we were just happy to be we were just like we're doing our, it yeah, to, be, so true. to be independent yes. now you know we're slowly starting to get to that point where you can be more selective more selective right um but it's interesting to see that aspect where you were actually being selective and kind of had that vision right from the beginning which is wonderful for your profession okay i want to get into fashion because oh. anyone who actually Ooh. knows you oh. uh, knows that you're very into fashion. Oh. Most um, stylish person in the room fa- <laughs> at the moment and at most times. Well, thanks, guys. Um, the competition's thick in here, I have yeah. to say. Fashion. Um, is wearing a plaid button now. His collar's all messed up. I'm wearing like a, a nice 13-year-old polo pullover. <laughs> when, when uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about, you know, brand identity and what Minmoo does, but uh-huh. I think fashion comes into a lot of what you do. Yes, I get can a you, lot of inspiration from fashion. Can you, can you talk about a little bit how not only inspiration but more specifically you know you work with Augusta Sagnelli a lot um, yes how, how does all of that how does all of that play okay yeah great question um I would say fashion is a huge influence for um what I do it's not like direct I mean I have moments where I get to work with brands that are you know fashion and I get to do uh photo shoots, etc. but before I get to that I want to say that I do get a lot of inspiration whether it's a color palette or textiles, or for Cicada's uh, group photo for their portraits, I have huge. I oh, got yeah. I got that inspiration from an editorial in Vogue, and that would seem the oh, least. Yeah. And the color palette for Cicada, I was inspired by Mansur Gavril's like I forget what collection it was, but I saw that blue and that like melon orange together. Mm. And I was like, oh, we're so hip. That we is yummy. That. And that, that is, is cicada. And that is a women's, you know, accessory clothing line. And you would have never thought that I would apply that to cicada. Love but it. I created a business for the things that I was interested in. So because I'm not directly in fashion per se, um, it was when I get to work with a brand that is an activewear company or a retail, a boutique, a retail store. Um, e-commerce um, it allows me to kind of tap into that and that's when I get to do creative direction and photo shoots which leads to one of my studio mates Augusta Sagnelli Augusta Sagnelli photography she is a genius wizard photographer extraordinaire and has made she my makes work us look good yeah she makes everyone look good and she's made me better for it I'm constantly inspired by her but um, she is what I'm talking about, that icing on the cake. So when I get a brand and we get to go, you know, do the whole kit and caboodle, as I call it, like get all the way to the website. Now it's time for photography. It's time to photograph that product. It's trying to create mood imagery. We call it conceptual brand imagery. It's a concept. It is not just a photograph. It's intentional, like we were talking about. So um, 
I bring Augusta in, I create a mood board, I cre- a vision board, and I'm like, this is the mood, this is the brand, this is what we're trying to create. And she um, she really just is the period to the end of that sentence. But so you also share, you share yes. your studio space with two other woman-owned yes. small businesses. Yes. And Augusta is one, and my other is Ashley Arsenault-Jones of Small Studio. Small chalk. So And y'all go by AKA, correct? We AKA are also C- known as studios. So there's just a powerhouse yeah, it of is like, female you know, energy it was just this beautiful, rocking it. It's one of those beautiful things. You know, life just presents these wonderful opportunities when you're moving in the right direction. I honestly believe that. And Gus and I were sharing a studio space out of a garage. We, you know, humble beginnings. And we were next door to It was small a really shop. good looking garage. You know though. what? We I turned mean, it out. We like to two, say a lot yeah. of cool things came out of garages like, you know, cliff bars, Apple. <laughs> so I'm Steve Jobs is what I'm saying. I love it. Um, thank you. Uh, but we were next door to Small Chalk, Ashley, and just kind of the relationship, you know, we just kind of hit it off as people. Right. And all of a sudden there was a moment of like, we need a better, like, we're kind of were like interested for the new year, a new space. And it was like, well, because Ashley and I started doing projects together. Yeah, started like, collaborating. Yeah, right? we started collaborating. Gus and I were obviously already collaborating, as I said. And then also, and I'm like, Ash and I were like, let's try to get on a project together. And so kind of the relationship is, it's very, it's very collaborative. It's very like, hey, I got this client. I see a great opportunity. Oh, side note, if you don't know what Small Chalk is, I'd be surprised. But she is a muralist, illustrator, like, amazing talent what she can do with a pen pencil like procreate is insane well what's Um, interesting about the three of you even though you each have your your focus on your profession you the three of you all have to be very well-rounded and and uh, knowledgeable about all these other aspects branding uh, design photography uh, illustration graphic design because all of those kind of live in a world that are tangential to and they can all talk to and work with work together and talk to each other. I think also for me, it's like, reckon I, I know my, it's like recognizing your strengths and weaknesses. Like I know what my strengths are. And I also know, like, to me, it's like, I can draw, but like, it's like, I'm not Ashley. Like Ashley is an incredible illustrator. And like, I want a piece of that for a brand that I see potential. So it's like, and also it's this great, the work's better for it because you're collaborating. And then, it just kind of exponentially just grows and is a better product and it's just great. So yeah, we all moved in. We found an opportunity to all be in the space um, together. And that's when we're like, yeah, we're also known as because we're also known as studios. We're also known as Minmu. We're also known as, you know, Augusta, Small Chalk. We're also known as women. We're also known as creators. We're also like the... And and also known as the acronym, AKA is Ashley. Ashley and Kara, which... Just kind of works out. Well rounded, well yes, thought out. Yes. Who would have guessed? So it's pretty great. So serendipitous. Not only yes. do your personalities just, you know, match up and yeah. y'all are all great friends, but your work is so complimentary. We always honestly recommend any of our architectural clients we to you guys. That. Um, oh, yeah. To be honest, any anyone out there listening who is you know looking to kick off a project. We, we present it as kind of like a one-stop shop. It's yeah, like we uh, can are. meet all your needs if you want to come to also known as and uh, and for us that's we like that better. We like to have our hands on all aspects of a brand, so we want to develop it all. I want I want to <laughs> touch. Greedy. Where are you going to go? I was going to say I was going to touch quickly. You know, both you and Ashley are mothers. 
And you're both business owners. Yes. Um, How do y'all balance that as professionals? Um, That Ashley is so crazy enough. Ashley and I had newborns, new babies, three weeks apart. Um, Kind of insane. Ashley already has a daughter. And so this is her second. But um, going through, I will say, going through the journey with someone who, who I'm so close to and working with has been a huge huge blessing but um i would say i'm so new at this and still figuring it out um this whole work-life balance it's kind of from what i hear on other podcasts that i listen to that is a lifelong uh struggle debate understanding figuring it out as a mother i would say what i've learned so far for me getting back to work was exciting um i think I'm a better mother when I'm getting this creative energy out and this, you know, getting to work and getting to do Minmu. That was my first baby, so to speak. And I still have a lot of dreams and aspirations for Minmu. So to, for if anything, being a mom, it's like, I want to get to those dreams. I want to, sh- I want to do the thing because I'm a mom now and I want to, I want to do it. I want to do it all. Like all women, you know, we want to be able to do it all, right. but I have that motivation to kind of keep going to like achieve those goals with, with baby on board. Cause it's almost not that I have to prove it to her, but it's like to myself and like, it's exciting. And I feel, and also being on maternity leave and getting back, like I definitely had all this like pent up creative, creative energy. Well, Speaking of small business owners and new parents, Seamus, you're in this boat too. Oh, turn the <laughs> so t- turn the mic, turn the mic. Well, on. It's, it's for both of you. I mean, y'all 100%. are both living. I mean, clearly, both of you are very driven and right. very uh, outgoing, and um, you have this uh, creative spirit about you. Yes. So clearly, you two found each other I wanna, in that realm. I did want to circle back to go. But I just didn't quite touch on enough. Seamus championing me to do my thing, mm-hmm. and the plan was that I would go. I would do it first and and then Seamus would would go out on his own when that was happens for me. So I'll, both of you were starting your own businesses. Yes. Both of you were championing but each other. It was definitely that was that was the plan and then and then I was like, okay, and then we have a kid. Um it all kind of it was I remember I actually brought this up to you yesterday, Seamus. Um it was like I remember sitting at Hana Sushi and Seamus being like, So me and the guys are talking about, you know, doing it like going out around i was like you know like drinking it like oh what Uh, like so soon like i you know for me i hadn't been um i felt like min me long enough and he's like no you've got it like we've got it like we can do it and i'll just once again seamus is is like (laughs) just do it that's why you know that's the beauty of balance in a relationship you know he's the one who's like just go for it give it just do it take the chance take the risk and i can overthink something and and well it's all about the balance I i think for me i always we we have been lucky enough to surround ourselves with like-minded individuals who I, I firmly believe that we all have what it takes to jump out on that, jump off the diving board and swim, you know? And so I had the utmost confidence. Or at least be Cara. stupid enough right. to jump. Yeah, maybe it's like he just, <laughs> he's um, like, this person's an idiot, let him go. Um, <laughs> James, to answer your question, man, I mean, I think it really comes down to teamwork, quite honestly, you know? Um, both, Teamwork make the dream work. Both Kara and I, at the end of the day, are more or less doing the exact same thing when it comes to our professional life, right? We're trying to put in nine-hour days, eight-hour days, and you know, trying to do our best work while we're away from baby. But at the end of the day, like we're going back to baby and like trying to be the best parents that we can be. 
and, and that's a lot. I mean, that is a lot. Is. I mean, we're only three and a half months, almost four months in. And like, like I said, like we're, we're very green and still trying to figure that whole thing out. But it's the understanding that I know Kara's going to have my back at the end of the day. And I yeah. know that she knows that I'll have her it's back. It's not perfectly. You shouldn't look at it like for us. We really, it's not perfectly 50 50. It's like who needs to pitch in when. Yes. And it's like, cause if you're like, well, I did last night and it's your turn tonight. But I'm like, I have a, a project deadline or if I had to do a photo shoot and it's yep. cutting into my quote unquote day that I'm supposed to do it. It's like, you're going to, it's going to be competitive and it's not, that's not positive. And at least for us, it isn't. And it's like pitch it. And it's like, if you have to do two days back to back, well, that's just because right. we're both, I guess what you were trying to say, like we're both in it. We're both on, we're both building a business. We're both business owners. We both have a lot of those same responsibilities at work and the same ones at home. So we both understand that like you need to, kind of tag team and pitch in when you can because yeah. if you're if you're taking keeping score or being like yeah that's not a positive way of looking at it or successful and so it's which yeah. is an interesting thing because we're both very competitive yes we are oh we're we know <laughs> but, but don't get in the game with us but i think the success of partnership and you know this james just by being married to adrian uh is just the balance and working of, with adrian so like yeah, yeah y'all actually have Probably it's very similar. Very similar. Just throw a baby in. It'll be fine. Well, and clearly you <laughs> like each other, which I, that's my answer. I mean, to, I guess to it's fine. You know, everyone's whatever. like, how do you, how do you two work together? It's like, well, I just I mean, really like hanging out. <laughs> I, I decided to marry her. So, so I think I'd like hanging out with her. And, you know, I think, yeah, it's a work in progress. Every day is not rainbows and kittens. And like some days are really rainbows hard. and butterflies. Plus. Rainbow surprise. Yeah. But um, yeah. So. Clearly, you interact with all kinds of people all throughout your day. You have all kinds of clients. Mm -hmm. What is your dream job or dream Ooh. client? What would be just like the museum of architecture? You know, what oh, would be dang. good? Dang. Um, for me right now, that big fish is hospitality. So a hotel. Oh, um, a hotel. I really there's just so much potential with a hotel project with mm. brand identity. And that's also working with architects and interior designers. And that, you know, circles back to an earlier thing we right, like right. kind of briefly talked about was how those teams should interact and how it needs mm. to be cohesive. And all those people should huddle up in the beginning and have one clear vision. Right. And when those are successful, you get a Peter and Paul, you get a ACE and you can tell when all of those teams talk to get to each other. So for me, the dream, the big fish would be, you know, the hotel that I get in on early with an architecture team, an interior design team, and mm. we've got a big creative vision and I start building that out. And then the exciting part is both the global concept, which is like the global idea of what this hotel is going to be. Uh, how do you bring it to the mass? How, yeah, but just well, like, what is this identity? hotel? What uh. is the vision? You know, that's the global idea of what this concept for the hotel is. And then, you know, and then just starting with that logo and then getting mm. to just slowly build that out and then getting to the collateral, which is the very fun part for us <laughs> because that's the options. Are, I mean, it's room keys, it's field guides, it's robes, it's, and matches all the really fun tactile things that are involved in a hotel, coasters, it's napkins. The, it's the actual, the, the, the experience that you can grab. Yes. And I like love that. And that's fun sourcing, you know, all the papers and right. embossing and all the jazz that There's comes with. There's just a with. lot that can go into yes. that kind of business. Yes. And it's fun. And it's just like on such a large scale and exterior signage that goes into wayfinding. We just recently kind of started dipping our toe into that 
um, with we are working uh, with Canal Place, um, which is exciting. Um, new territory for us, environmental design, wayfinding, but that goes into hospitality too. And it's huge and integral. And you can really tell when someone drops the ball on like signage and being like, wait, why? That doesn't feel like the hotel at all, you know? And, right. and a, a lot, I feel like a lot of the most successful things look oh. very uh, simple and straightforward and they, they almost look effortless. So, But mm -hmm. clearly there's a lot, a lot of thought. thought that goes into it. So what, what do you see as something that is good design or who do you look up to in terms of like really just excellent graphic design? Like design studio. Um, I would definitely say huge inspiration is stitch design. They're based out of Charleston. I'm like a huge fan. They're two um, began by two women and they're just crushing it. I mean, every time they post something, I swear in our studio, we're like, Damn it, Stitch Strikes Again. They like they're again. they're just so good and they're so inspiring. They have a variety of work. But again, you can kind of tell like it's you know, I wanna say that like we're curated and selective in the types of projects we take, but we also do want to listen to the client. We don't want to just have carbon copies of the same thing over and over. We want it to be specific to that business. And Stitch is a great example. Like they do a lot of variety of work, but it kind of can tell like there's this like the stitch kind of stamp on it, like in the sense of like, you could tell like maybe it was a stitch project. They're huge. I mean, I could, I have a very long list of uh, inspiration, Intro, yeah. but um, that's just like one that is definitely, it's just, they, they kind of, they're doing their websites right now. Their webs is going so much more um, animation and interaction and yep. they're just, they're done so well and they're doing more of that art creative direction, you know, brand imagery that I'm so intent on. And so it's just, they're the, they're the, the number one and they're in Charleston. You know, it's not like a New York L and I kind of love that. It's like mm. they're doing, play, you know, businesses all over. Like that's a huge thing. It's like, I don't want to just New Orleans local client. I want a client from mm -hmm. wherever. Um, and they do it and they're based in Charleston, which isn't a huge city, but like they've got great design coming out of there. And like New Orleans is, you know, I want New Orleans. You know, I feel like that's happening. You know, that does exist here, but like, I want to be that like the cool thing is agency. I think you are, you are that agency, if not becoming that agency. Well, that's nice. As well, as you're as you're like gushing over Stitch, people are honestly gushing over Minmin. Well, that feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> but well, I mean, so clearly you've had this vision. Yes, and you've you know, it's both of you have been championing each other into this vision. So what? What's the next steps? What is Minmu in five years? Minmu in five years. Um, I'm going to say we're a slightly bigger team. We've got like an in-house developer. We've got another, you know, graphic designer, project manager, um, just like a few more members, but definitely a web developer in-house um, would be dope. But we really want to get into product design. Ooh. That's actually always been the goal for me. Um, that's actually why I started Minmu. It was like, I want to create product one day. How do I get there? I knew it was like, I have to make money to start. And for <laughs> me, that was doing what I was doing, you know, being a creative director for other businesses. And it was like, I could start here. And then that turned into be a lot more. It, it wasn't just a meal ticket. It ended up kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I kind of started getting into it of like, how can I just make money creatively and then do product? And then this kind of turned into something I became really like, it's very organically evolved Minmoo and like kind of how I've honed in. It's like, I've had a vision, but it's definitely turned into something. Always evolving. Yeah. It's definitely always evolved, but 
the inception, the initial idea is like product. So hopefully in five years, what that product is, is still kind of an unknown, but like I would love to have a shop, like an e-commerce on Minmoo or it's like, or, you know, also known as merch. I mean, come on, Augusta, Ashley, let's do it. it. I I dig it. it. Well, clearly... I'm a fan. Clearly, Seamus. I mean, is a I hope Seamus is a fan. fan. It's about damn time and has been on this podcast. That's right. I mean, so it's been yeah, a good way to kick it off. To have you, and yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we're all looking forward to what you know the next five years takes for both of you. Both brand new parents starting these new businesses. Starting these new, shout out to the nannies and the moms. That's right. Uh, we really yeah, couldn't we, be doing this without uh, the support of fam. Yeah, for sure. To that, g- circle back a little. Circle bit. back, hundred percent. You know, the only reason why Karen and I can do our eight nine hour days is because of nanny nanny katie my sister out there and of course miss denise my mom family matters you gotta have the good support team yeah it's it's been it's been integral to uh coming back after maternity leave but um i really appreciate you guys having me it's been really fun chatting um well i hope that can I sign out? Like a uh, little side note. <laughs> this would be for Evan. This is classic. Um, I used to want to be a broadcaster as a child. I wanted to be a lot of things. I wanted to be a director. Wait, Seamus wanted to be a broadcaster. Yeah, well, as, well. as a kid, no wonder you're I wanted each to. Other. <laughs> so I had KRB News as a child, oh. and um, Cara I Rebecca would, Bro. Cara Rebecca Bro. So you're familiar with a microphone. I'm very comfortable like this, but my microphone was usually just my hand. And on every trip, I'd interview everyone and talk to them, and I'd sign out back to you, Bob. So this is Minmoo Studio signing out. Back to you, Bob. And, folks, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I am Seamus. And I'm James. And we would like to thank our sponsors, Brew Coray and PJ's Coffee. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, at The Swarm, and drop us a review on iTunes. Stay tuned for our next episode.